0: Yeah
1: Welcome to the Bungalow World Welcome to the bungalow, welcome to the bungalow, yeah, this is your favorite show, Cindy and through, they about to let it go, welcome to the bungalow, relax, have a seat,
2: life-loving comics, it's the place to be, he's a comic book writer, she's a music lover, things get a little crazy when these two get together, life's a surprise, like unpredictable weather, but when you got someone you love, it just make it all better, daily quizzes, tell me, can you keep up, news of the weird, I know
1: you can't get enough, tell comic corner, yeah, it's where it goes down, welcome to the the bungalow, it's our playground, yeah Welcome to the bungalow, yeah, this your favorite show Cindy and Cali, come in today, about the let it go Welcome to the bungalow, relax, have a seat Yeah. Life-loving comics is the place to be So welcome to the bungalow From a studio in the heart of Snake Mountain Let's go We have a very special guest today Someone that we have wanted to bring on our show since the beginning almost the the ultimate member of the bun family
2: the ultimate
1: the ultimate so welcome to the bungalow squish bun Woo-hoo! you're here you're here with us hello we all have a drink Cindy what do you have
2: i am drinking some little concoction you bought at the grocery store It's a watermelon vodka soda, and it's very delicious.
1: I'm drinking a rum and coke out of my Stanley Hotel glass. Nice. Because being isolated as we are, I feel like (laughs) I should be drinking out of the Stanley Hotel glass. Squish, how's your beverage?
0: Tastes like
1: soda. (laughs) That's because it is soda. I made you a delicious mocktail with Mountain Dew, (laughs) Grenadine. Oh my god. And one Luxardo cherry, which are the best cherries we all can agree on.
2: This is true; they are they are the best.
1: So, Squish, you just heard for the first time the bungalow theme song. I thought we had shared it with you before, but we just let you listen to it. What do you think?
0: You spend a hundred dollars on a theme song, and you don't make any money
1: off of this. I don't know exactly what we spent on our theme Dang. song. <laughs> He's laying the
2: smack down right off the
1: bat. <laughs> I don't know exactly what we spent on the theme song, but, but we did spend some money to have the theme song created, and uh, this podcast isn't necessarily about making money. This podcast is about sharing life, love, and happiness or whatever. Oh, we have none. <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> we at least have we at least have one of the three, right?
0: We have life, Samson.
1: No, we don't have Samson. He doesn't count in any of those three. He's a terrible dog. But anyway, we're happy to have you here with yeah, us today.
2: I'm excited.
1: We're going to talk about lots of things. I don't know what. We're going to stop guzzling that Mountain Dew, kid. You're going to be bouncing off the walls.
0: Well, I need
1: to be. That's true because we should share in addition to making mocktails for my kid. Uh I let you How how late did you stay up last night?
0: I infinite. I stayed up all night.
1: That's right. You stayed up all night long playing video games with your pals. All your pals stayed up all night, right? Yeah. Well, I think that's fine for this. You're on spring break and you can't really go anywhere. Why not?
2: That's kind of how I feel.
1: Are you going to do it again tonight? Oh, hmm? hell <laughs> no. Well, wait. Now, listen. What did you just say? I <laughs> uh, See, I knew that having you on would deconstruct our parenting abilities <laughs> in a terrible way. <coughs>
2: Excuse me.
1: Don't you go to sleep right now. You gotta stay up at least until the podcast is over.
2: Okay. And not use profanity.
1: Well, hell's not technically profanity. Right?
2: Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It is a, a listen, place.
2: Listen. We have to make it look like we are some sort of parents.
1: That's true. We are some sort of parents. I think that will be clear by the end of this recording. <laughs> but Descending into the depths of the earth, through the shrine of the Quato, past the vault of the drow, and beyond the demon web pits, lies Snake Mountain, and from the heart of Snake Mountain comes a new episode of The Bungalow. Welcome to The Bungalow, everybody. Woo. Yay. <laughs> What's been going on in our lives?
2: Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Absolutely <laughs> nothing.
1: Yes, no. So, well, go ahead
2: no go ahead. I was just gonna say, you and I spent two weeks getting over some sort of <laughs> sickness
1: um, yes, we uh both of us have been a little under the weather after uh after c two e two the convention uh in Chicago, where I washed my hands frequently, shook no one's hands. And used hand sanitizer nonstop. I got super sick, and while I was away, you got super sick.
2: Mm -hmm. Mine started out as allergies. I'm convinced of that. We had a we had on that particular Saturday. It was a beautiful day. It got up in the high 60s. So we opened the swim spa that night, and I went swimming with a friend of mine. Jackson had a couple of his buddies over. And they were swimming, and by the time we came inside, I was my head was completely stuffed.
1: Yeah, well, it's, I think it's also telling that if you look at your Facebook history, yeah, uh, every year you get sick with the same thing. Yep. This time, right around this time of year, you are sick, and I usually get it as well. Um, but it was no fun. Uh, it was it was rough for me this time, and then now, like so many of our listeners, we are practicing self isolation. Uh, social distancing social distancing because of covid-19 and uh maybe a little stir crazy it's also it hasn't also it also hasn't helped that it's been raining so you can't even go out in the backyard and hang out out there it's just been a little uh i don't know it, it's it's definitely trying i mean i live a life of social distancing anyway huh. but uh but it's been maybe a little tougher uh, and then you know all the the stress and uh, uh, uncertainty in the world right now is is not helping. because it kind of saps my energy and my motivation.
2: How do you feel about it, Jackson? Interesting.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
2: Are you? Does any does any of this worry you or? No. No. You just like knowing you don't have to go back to school till the third, don't you? <laughs> yeah,
0: it looks awesome.
2: I mean, you're going to have school. (coughs) Yeah. Some sort of school, but not this week or next. The
1: school of hard knocks.
2: But, Um, although I would like, I do feel like I need to wipe some egg off my face.
1: Okay, let's do it.
2: So, back in, I believe it was in December, you and I did a podcast
1: It's probably more recently than that, actually.
2: Was it, you think? And we were going on about people getting all up in arms over the coronavirus and that the flu had killed more people than the coronavirus. And now I would like to permanently put my foot (laughs) in my mouth and say I was wrong.
1: Well, yeah, well, we were wrong. You know, we both said it. You know, it wasn't, we thought people were getting a little too bent out of shape over uh, over it. And uh, and I guess, you know, hindsight 2020 and looking at what we've learned since then and really digging into what's going on, um, that's not the case. And you know what? The thing is, it's okay to be wrong about something. Sure it is. It's all right if you're wrong. And, uh, and that's, you know, we were wrong about how serious the, you know, the coronavirus, uh, is. And, uh, and and this is us saying, hey, we, we didn't get it quite right. So, uh, like I said, it's okay to be wrong.
2: Yeah. No, I, no, and and I, you know, I've, I've always been, (laughs) I've always been, I'm not laughing at the situation, by the way, folks. I'm laughing at (laughs) Cullen... Who just jumped up to chase one of our cats away from the office door. Um, <laughs> bless you. Um, I just lost my train of thought.
1: It's alright. The bottom line is, it's okay to be wrong.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Cindy, you tell... Jackson, what, is, what does your mom tell you all the time? Oh,
2: yes. That's what, what does I she
1: tell say. you all the time? When you know better, what?
2: You do better. That's, that's
1: right. right. That's, you...
2: My mother... I grew up with my mother telling me that quote from Maya Angelou... And it stuck with me my entire life.
1: Is that a Maya Angelou quote? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought your mom made that up.
2: I love you, and I'm sure my mother is loving you right now, but no, my mother was not quite that creative.
1: I could have gone my entire life and thought that your mom made that up.
2: It's a, it's a mom quote. It's, it's a definite mom quote.
1: You thought your mom made it up, didn't you? No. Oh. <laughs> Alright, never mind. Um So
2: Jackson, what is the coronavirus? How like how has it changed your world? Um, well I get to stay home for a while.
0: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: That's about
2: it. But like when you were at school before they before sh- you went on spring break it, I know there were there were People not being kind to you because you're Chinese. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit, just for a minute?
0: Oh, well. Okay, so, discrimination (laughs) has happened (coughs) to Chinese people. Because we're Chinese, and apparently the coronavirus started in China, so all Chinese people who have been out of China since... Like 2008, i now <laughs> accused of having the coronavirus.
1: It's not fun. No, I know no. it's not, but and and it's and I think I told you this. Honestly, it's something that your mom and me can't understand because uh, it's a term that I used to think was a was a dumb term. Something that I again, you know, here it is. I was wrong uh, until I really figured it out. You know, I figured it out. I used to, we have what we call white privilege. Which means we don't get to experience some of that, those things that you experience, and we can't really understand uh, some of the things that you go through. Um, and all we can do is try to try to understand and try to be there for you. Um, and I used to not really understand what that meant until um, until you had to start dealing with some of this stuff. Um, and we're not gonna we're not gonna no, harp no, on no, that no, today. No. We're not. No. I think I feel like we we we. We ambushed you with that. A gotcha, gotcha journalism. We gotcha, kid. (laughs) (laughs) He seems very affected by that, too. But, uh, you know, just for me, to once per episode get uh, get on my soapbox, I would like to say that if you were calling it the China virus, you are wrong, and you need to change that. And it's okay if you've called it the China virus for... Your reason, whatever reason, because oh, it originated in China. Okay, cut that shit out. Um, I get that. You know, I've seen the arguments. They've really frustrated me this week because I've seen the arguments about oh, it's just, uh, it's just that's where it came from. That's what we. That's what people call it. And maybe you think that I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, but you have to ask yourself if you are on a day to day basis surrounded by idiots. And chances are, yes, you are. And those idiots will take it differently. And those idiots will turn it into discrimination. They will turn it into racism. They will turn it into attacks on Chinese people. And cut that shit out. There we go. I'm done with my soapbox. You are all welcome for that moment of clarity. And uh, I hope that you enjoyed it.
2: I feel like I'm a better person now since I've heard that. Everyone
1: is. Everyone who heard that is a much much better person.
2: <laughs> Except me.
1: Why not you? You're the best of the people. Well. Oh, you have a different opinion?
0: You know what? Sure. Yeah, I'm
2: I'm the best person.
1: That's best right. You are. Best,
2: You're the best yeah. around. No one's ever going to take you down, man.
1: All right. So, What's next, Cindy? What's on our agenda?
2: What's going on with uh comics right now?
1: Hey, guess what? What? Every comic book convention has been postponed or canceled. Um, so I didn't get to go to Planet Comic-Con, which is my favorite convention of the year usually. Uh it has been unfortunately postponed. Uh and uh you know, we'll see when they open it, you know, if when they, they come back around. Um I, uh, from a from a complete comic book collector standpoint, my friend uh, John Young sent a stack of X Men comics to to our to our little area for me and uh, and said, "Hey, you can pay me at Planet. Once you make a little money at Planet, you can pay me." Mm-hmm. Jokes on you, John Young. <laughs> I'm keeping those comics, and you're never getting your cash. But now I only need six issues of X-Men. And I will have recompleted the run of X-Men that I've been trying to build since I sold my run of X-Men when I went to college. Aww. Six issues.
2: That's awesome.
1: That's right. And uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm going to try to complete that if money holds out and things get better in the world. Um, from a... A comic book writing perspective, uh, I mentioned earlier, I'm feeling a little uh demotivated and uninspired. I've got lots of work to do, and I just don't seem to have a lot of energy to do it right now, but I'm working uh, not as fast as I'd like. I'm doing uh, several books for um, for several books that haven't been uh, announced yet, so I can't even tell you what those uh, what those books are. Um, but uh, several books for Dark Horse Comics, um, some for some other publishers. Uh, I'm working on a new book for Marvel. I'm working on Shadow Man for Valiant, but I'm also working on a secret project for Valiant. Ooh. So I've got several uh, several projects that I'm doing my my very best to get to get out there, um, and hopefully I will be able to share those with everyone uh soon. I don't know when any of these will get announced. So it could be tomorrow or it could be weeks from now.
0: Can you tell me?
1: I can tell you, but I can't tell anybody else. But I can't tell you while we're recording. <laughs> Am I supposed I'm to sure. whisper it in your ear while we're recording? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll do we'll tell you later. All right. So what else, Cindy?
2: <clears throat> um I decided that, since we're in weird times right now... Yes. Normally, I do my news of the weird. Yes. I have decided, at least for a little while, and I may, if I come up with a doozy, I may throw in a doozy of of a weird news story, but for the most part, my news stories right now are gonna be feel-good stories. Okay. Is that too lame? No,
1: it's fine. And look, right now, everybody... Really lame. (laughs) Oh, you think it's really lame? You think she should stick with some weirdo stories? Most of them are about Taco Bell.
0: Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah. Do we get a sponsor?
1: (coughs) No, we don't have a sponsor yet. Yet. But I know that eventually Taco Bell will take us up as a sponsor.
0: (laughs) Ha
1: ha. Alright, let's hear some of your mom's feel-good stories. And we... now. The whole thing with this Squish is we haven't heard these stories yet. So, we have to share our honest opinions on these feel-good stories. Usually, my opinion is, Ha ha, that person's a jackass. But since these are feel-good stories and not weirdo stories, might be a little different. Alright, well,
2: here's my first one. So, this couple... The couple that were from... Uh, Colorado, I believe. Um, they tried for nine years to start a family. It did not happen, and they adopted a, a newborn. They were chosen by a birth mother, and they were they adopted a newborn. So they had to fly to California to meet their baby and bring their baby back home. And they were on a it was a Southwest Airlines flight. And the flight attendant was talking to the to the couple, and then the other fl- and then the other flight attendant came over and was asking more questions. And the next thing they knew, the flight attendants announced over the intercom that they had a special special guest on the plane that day, and it was the newborn baby girl. And they created a baby shower on this flight from California to Colorado for this couple and this newborn baby that they had just adopted. Aww. Isn't that sweet? I love it. And I think this is really clever. Um they gave napkins to every passenger on the flight and had them write like notes of wisdom for parenting. And then they collected them and gave them to the family. And, like, there's a picture on the article how they took every napkin and created, like, a scrapbook for them to keep. But uh I just, I thought that was really sweet.
1: It's so sweet I almost went into sugar shock. Oh, whatever. Although
2: I gotta say, I'm feeling a little, little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Left out. Yeah. Because... I remember... Flying 16 hours on a flight... From... From Beijing... To Chicago... With a screaming 16 month old... Nobody gave me any napkins with encouragement... With messages on them. Well...
1: Well... On our flight to China, if you remember, they let us get off of the plane first because we had to run across the O'Hare Airport to get to our connecting flight.
2: They did. That's that Because our is flight
1: true. was late. And they said, everyone, please stay seated and let the buns run to the next flight. Which is why, every time I'm on a flight that's connecting, I tell them that I'm going to pick up a child that I've adopted. <laughs> and they have to let me off the plane first. That's a little tip. You can use that, unless I'm on the plane. That would be too coincidental.
0: But what if, like, you get the same flight attendant twice and, like, uh, no? That's
1: why I carry a special pair of glasses. I put the glasses on, turn my hat around backwards, and I speak with a funny accent. People don't know who I am. They think I'm someone new. You watched way too much *Impractical Jokers*. Oh, I was pretending to be people, different people, long before I ever watched *Impractical Jokers*. You went on three dates with me without knowing who I was.
2: What?
1: <laughs> you went on three different dates with me.
2: I was wondering why that guy never called me back. <laughs>
1: That's right. All right. What's our next feel-good story?
2: All right. What? So, I love this one. This is the story of Oliver.
1: I'll Pass, I'm out. Whatever. <laughs> Alright, go ahead.
2: So, Oliver, Oliver has a roommate who works. Okay. A lot. She's a nurse, so Oliver's home alone a lot. Okay. He gets into trouble. Sometimes. Is
1: Oliver a dog?
2: He's a ferret.
1: A fe- Oliver the ferret. <laughs> a
2: ferret. So, Oliver the ferret. So, his owner wanted a pet. But she knew it wasn't fair because she worked long hours and she lived by herself. She knew it wasn't fair to try and adopt a cat or a dog because they'd be home alone most of the time and she didn't want to do that to the dog. So somebody suggested a ferret. Let ferrets sleep for like 18 hours a day.
1: Somebody lied to them. And
2: anyway, so she got the ferret. But then she realized that The ferret was still waking up while she was gone. And I'm guessing she would let the ferret, like, roam the house while she was gone. Because they said that, like, the ferret was getting into stuff and, like, burrowed into her couch. (laughs) Like, dug, like, burrowed, like, (laughs) ripped a hole in her couch. So then she was like, well, I've got to find something to do to keep him occupied. So she decided to start taking him on hikes in the outdoors. So look at look at look at it. That's Oliver. Isn't he cute?
0: Oh my.
2: He's so cute. But she look, there's her and Oliver on the top of a mountain. Okay. But that's what she does. She she started a Place in Lubbock, Texas, the uh, Camp Rock Canyon State Park. That's where he t- took his first hike. But now they've moved to Colorado, and they've started exploring the trails. Look, look at him. He's so cute. Are
1: you going to post links to the Oliver? Of
2: course I will. Look, there's him in his little tent.
1: Oliver has his own tent?
2: Yeah, look at him, man. He's He's, sporting. he's a
1: better camper than I am.
2: He has hiked eleven of Colorado's famed fourteeners mountains, which means they're over fourteen hundred for excuse me fourteen thousand feet high. He's visited eight national parks, and uh, he's traveled in six U.S. states. Look at oh look at him with his little hat and scarf.
1: That hat's doing him no good. It's not even covering his little ferret ears.
2: <laughs> look at that one.
1: She better not walk close to that rock. If it tips over, he's a goner.
2: Look at that one. He's in a, he's in a boat. He's in a canoe.
1: Everyone knows ferrets can't swim.
2: Anyway, so
1: I had a ferret when I was a look kid. At there,
2: look, double rainbow.
1: Adorable. I had two ferrets when I was a kid, and they used to get out of their cage constantly. And these ferrets would hide not in our house. They would somehow get out of the house, and they would hide like in the tool shed. And in the barn. And you'd find them days later hiding in a a drawer full of screwdrivers in the tool shed. And they'd jump out at you.
2: Oh my gosh. They were
1: terrible little monsters. Little nightmares is what they were.
2: Well, I remember in my early 20s, I dated a guy who had a pet ferret. And uh, we were sitting in his apartment. And he had gotten the ferret out. And he had this ferret for a couple years at this point. But, uh, so he was familiar with the ferret. The ferret was familiar with him. And we were sitting on the couch watching TV, and the ferret's crawling around. And I actually saw it happen. I, to, we had no idea what triggered it. But all of a sudden, this ferret attacked his arm. And, like, would not let go. And we ended up have I ended up having to take him to the emergency room
1: with a ferret attached.
2: No, the ferret. We did finally get the ferret unattached. Oh,
1: That would be a crazy trip.
2: But and then they tried to say,
1: you know who that guy was?
2: Me in a backwards hat and some Ray Bans. <laughs> you had apparently had a wig too, because you had really long hair and some tattoos.
1: They were fake tattoos, and the hair was real. It just genetics took it away from me.
2: Interesting. Genetics.
1: What was the cat? What was the ferret's name? Lucifer. <laughs> There's your problem. There's your problem. <laughs> For goodness' sakes! All right. I had a cat. A cat named uh, Evil Ed, and he was evil. But Lucifer, come on! It's the name of the beast. Am I right? I don't even know what
0: Lucifer
1: is. That's the name of the devil. Oh.
0: Interesting.
1: Alright.
2: My last one is about a thrift store find. I love these. Like, did you ever watch a show? I think you've watched it with me, Squish. Antiques Roadshow, where people bring like old stuff and they get it appraised by professionals and they say, oh, well, I paid $3 for this at a garage sale. And then the lady says, oh my, well, you got quite a deal. Because this is a super rare, super gemified treasure. And it's worth $16,000. And then the girl's like, oh my god, oh my god. I spent $3 on it. Have you, know, like, you
1: watched that show with her?
2: Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. He, well, okay, let me, let me rephrase this. He has watched it. Or he's been in the same room with me while I watched it. He probably wasn't paying attention,
1: because he does that a lot. Anyway, I have questions. First of all, what's with those accents? Who are those people? <laughs> I mean, you've taken us into another realm of reality, Rich Little. That I don't is, know.
2: <laughs> that is, that is Katrina And Kevin. No, and Miss. <laughs> Trina and Karen. <laughs> Karen. Okay, Karen. <laughs> Listen, Karen. <laughs> I do love Karen, by the way. Who is Karen? She's all over social media. I mean, in memes and on TikTok. And
1: is that true? Uh,
2: I don't know. I don't have TikTok.
1: I know that. Good answer. Um,
2: all my friends
1: do though. Oh, here we go. You
2: watch. You watch crap on TikTok. You're just not allowed to. Post stuff.
0: Oh, I can watch. crap on TikTok.
2: You do. Don't play like you don't. I seriously don't.
0: It's on YouTube. I don't actually. I don't actually w- watch other TikTok website.
2: Well, that's a safer bet. Just stick with that.
0: Okay.
1: Next question: What is j- super gemified? <laughs> I don't know where that term came came from but I like it. What is a what ranks super gem- gemified? Like on a scale of 1 to 10 of 1 being coalified. What's and,
2: coalified?
1: You know, like 9 less than gem or 8 less than gemified, and 9 less than super gemified. <laughs> it's like dirt or coal and A 10 being super gemified. Is that how it works? Is there anything ranked above super gemified?
0: Infinity.
1: Infinity gemified. The infinity stonified.
0: Infinity stonified.
1: That's an 11 out of 10.
2: I can't take you two anywhere. (laughs) All right. Continue with the story. Yes, let's hear about this
1: super gemified find.
2: Anyway, so... This happened in a thrift shop in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Yeah. And uh, this woman bought a painting. And I believe she paid $15 for Oh, Oh, $10. She paid $10 for this painting. She took it home. And found out that it was an original Salvador Dali for $1,200. That is not super gemified. That's just gemified, by the way.
1: Oh, Salvador Dali, that's a name you know.
2: But it's only worth $1,200. $1,200 is a lot of money.
1: We could buy like 12 theme songs for that. (laughs)
2: $1,200 is just gemified. If it was worth $16,000, then it would be super gemified.
1: I would take the $1,200. What did she do? Did she hang it or did she sell it?
2: It didn't say. Sold it. She, <laughs> she sold, sold, it. sold that. She's like, peace out, bitches.
1: She sold that that uh that painting for six hundred dollars. Yep. Is that the painting?
2: That is the painting. Looks like a I know, it looks like a sacrificial
1: It looks like something out of the ring. <laughs> like I'm afraid if I watch that painting it's gonna crawl out and devour my soul
2: listen I don't want to hear about it I'm very confused by the ambiance in this office why so I'm surrounded by Godzilla's and Cthulhu's and evil monsters and mad balls and <laughs> freaky looking D&D action figures and then you have romantic candlelight I'm not sure if you're trying to romance me or you're getting ready to sacrifice me um both
1: <laughs> gross uh, first of all, everybody knows Godzilla is the most romantic of monsters, and that's Space Godzilla, not Godzilla. He has gemstones on his shoulder. Is he he is super gemified as far as Godzilla's go. But
2: well, look at that! Is that Cthulhu up there?
1: There's a couple of Cthulhus up yeah. there. Yeah. One,
2: one that just looks like a big pile of poop, like a big green pile of poop.
1: Jackson, what would you say about my office? Do you like it?
2: Yeah. It's a bit sporadic.
1: Sporadic? What are you talking about?
2: You got Deadpool.
1: You got the crow.
2: You got...
1: Okay, all right, hold on. Let's go. Right, we, you know, we haven't done one of these quizzes in a while. Since you're now commenting, you have a on one. my shelf here, there are <coughs> nine... Uh, what you call Barbie dolls. They're
2: your fancy Barbie dolls.
1: Can you name the characters?
2: That's the dude from Big Trouble in Little China.
1: I'll take it. Jack Burton.
2: Yeah, Jack Burton. Deadpool. Very good. The Crow.
1: Also known as Eric Draven. Yeah. Can't rain all the time. That's right. Next. No clue. You don't know who that is? It's a gary. No. He has a very famous Anthrax song written about him. No clue. He is the law.
2: Of course he is.
1: That's, that's Judge Dredd. Oh, of course. All right, next. And that
2: is uh, Pinhead.
1: Pinhead, very good. Where are you starting? Up here?
2: Yeah, we'll start there. That's Boba, Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba. <laughs> I don't know who that is, honestly. Is that, that- RoboCop? Robocop, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Get out of here! That's <laughs> Predator.
1: That's Predator. Thank yeah. you, Jackson. Wait. Predator. That's Predator. No,
2: I'm looking at this guy right here. That's Boba Fett. <laughs> I said Boba Fett. Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> I thought you, t- you. I thought we had moved on past Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Where? Where's Boba Fett? All right. What about this guy down here? That's Predator. We've moved past Predator. That's Darth Maul. Very good. And?
2: That's uh, uh, that's Jack Burton in uh, (laughs) Escape from New York.
1: (laughs) Also known as Snake Pliskin. Yeah,
2: that guy. See? Ha! Boom! You called Boba
1: Fett Robocop after we said it was Boba Fett. You
2: didn't say it was Boba Fett. All right. Play the tape back.
1: (laughs) All right. So, um... I think my office looks actually, all things considered, looks very nice right now because uh, maybe an hour ago it was covered in crumpled up paper and empty soda cans.
2: Good times.
1: But I cleaned Good it times. for you guys because I love you dearly. Wah, wah. But, you don't believe it?
2: Mm, what? Gryffindor!
1: Gryffindor, that's you.
0: Gryffindor?
1: No, the microphone is Gryffindor. Okay. Well, we're going to try to record a few more episodes in rapid succession because, we uh, one, we're bored, and two, uh, it gives you something to listen to while you're stuck at home or or whatever, if you're stuck at home. Um, If you are one of those folks who cannot, for various reasons, self-isolate, um, you can listen to it on the way to work or, or wherever and, and stay safe yeah, and stay s- safe, stay safe and stay careful and, and know that the buns are with you in spirit. Are you with them?
0: And in gemification. It, it depends on what kind of people they
1: are. <laughs> Fair enough. If you are a decent person, decent, or do they have to rank better than decent? Uh, sure, decent. Decent or better, we are with you in spirit. If you are sub-decent or worse...
2: A jackass.
1: A jackass. Also not a cuss word. It's an animal. You're grounded. He's already grounded. The world's grounded right now. (laughs) We're
0: all grounded.
1: But uh, we are thinking of you, we're with you, we're, uh, you know, uh, these are weird times, uh, and, uh, and we know that, and we hope you're all safe and, and secure, and we will see this through to the other side, and uh, just uh, hang in there, like that little kitten on that branch. Right? Oh wasn't that... Gosh. what he? Wasn't that... Yep. Like, it was a pic, poster of a kitten hanging on a branch. I had said,
2: that stupid poster.
1: Would well, you get it from the Scholastic Book I Fair? I did,
2: as a matter of fact.
1: I got an awesome poster from the Scholastic Book Fair. It was a robot. And he was breaking through the wall and shooting laser beams out of his fingers. And it said, the future is now. And I would give anything to find that poster again. It was so cool. Aww. Got it from the book, Scholastic Book Fair.
2: Right on.
1: It wasn't a book. It was a poster.
2: You had the super cool mom who let you buy stuff that wasn't book-related. You just said you had a cat poster ha- that was hanging there. That I had to find the money for. My mom wouldn't buy it. I had to come up with the money to buy it myself.
1: Well, when you know better, you do better.
2: So. Take
1: us home, Cindy Vine.
2: So long from the bungalow. Where the air is salty. And so are we. You yeah.
1: Welcome to the bungalow Welcome to the bungalow. Welcome to the bungalow. Yeah, this your favorite show. Cindy and Cali coming through. They 'bout to let it go. Welcome to the bungalow. Relax, have a seat. Yeah. Life loving comics
2: is the place to be. He's a comic book writer. She's a music lover. Things get a little crazy when these two get together. Life's a surprise, like unpredictable weather. But when you got someone you love, it just make it all better. Daily quizzes. Tell me, can you keep up? News of the weird. I know you can't get enough. Colors, comic corner. Yeah, it's where it goes down. Welcome to the bungalow, it's our playground, yeah Welcome to the bungalow, yeah, this your favorite show Cindy and in today, about to let it go Welcome to the bungalow, relax, have a seat Life-loving comics is the place to be So welcome to the bungalow From a studio in the heart of snake mouth Let's go